0: Welcome in everybody to Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. That's Colby, I'm Dutt, and we're here for another night of football conversation. Maybe a maybe a little bit of extra sports, a little bourbon drinking, a little bourbon rating.
1: Yep, it's what we do. It's what we do, man, <laughs> what we do. Well, let's, let's get right on with it. Man. Let's jump. Let's start with our opening toast. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I've usually been kicking it off. so. All right. Well, you know... On this show we like to we like we, we coined a phrase last year called mediates for all these media idiots. Are you that, gonna give uh, us
0: credit for coining that phrase? I thought you coined it. No man.
1: You had heard it before. I had yeah, never I heard, heard it, before. it before.
0: Okay. I, I I was getting him credit. I actually heard it from a good friend of mine, Sam Sides. I don't know if you're watching Sam, but Sam Sides is the one that coined it. Well he's the one that's always Plage. said mediates. Just like Jim Harbaugh, just a cheater, <laughs> just stealing stuff, stealing signs. Just Give me steal. that slap on that, <laughs> slap on that hand, slap on that wrist, because that's what Harbaugh got today. So
1: yeah, well, you know, I saw where Michigan decided that they're not gonna fight it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah it was a little slap
0: on the wrist, waste of time, really. Yeah. Anyway, let's, so anyway, let's move on. Getting getting back, get back
1: to my opening toast. You know, so we're we're usually pretty rough on the media, uh, on this podcast, but when somebody in the media does something that we uh, respect, we need to recognize it. So my opening toast this week goes to, well, let me start over. My opening toast this week goes to Mr. Rich Eisen.
0: Rich Eisen.
1: He was uh, doing the the game, the Sunday game from Germany. (laughs) It was the Colts against the Pats. And uh, wide receiver goes for a catch. He's going down. He gets hit, kind of bang, bang play, shoulder on shoulder. Ref throws a flag. So, Eisen's comment was, let's see if he's going to get flagged for playing football. <laughs> and I was like, that couldn't be more appropriate, right. a better saying, especially with all the, the uproar on some of the hits that have been going on right now. But, but he he said, I wonder if he's going to get flagged for playing football. And that just kind of summed it all up for me right there. And, yeah. and I appreciated that comment. Yeah, that I think we're it. all getting
0: tired of uh, yeah.
1: of the, I don't even know, I don't even have
0: a phrase for what's going on with football, the sissification of, of
1: football the way we know it. Right. And it's nothing against, against the players. The players aren't. No, um, yeah, you know, no. prime – they're not trying to, to push for this. It's it's just – And
0: honestly, it's nothing really against the people making these rules in in the
1: – I mean, they're looking their, out for
0: players. Safety. For safety. Yeah, they're looking out for Because, I mean, safety. if you think about it, I mean, these these guys are six foot plus versus what they were 20 years oh, ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're running s- faster than they ever have. Faster, been, so stronger. I get it.
1: Freakish athletes. It's, I get but. it. But the game has definitely changed, and like I said, that, and he actually used it a couple times during the the, the game that that Sunday. So, but I, that first time he said it, I was like, that that kind of sums it up. <laughs> that kind of sums it up so rich rich is a good one man yeah yeah And i uh, he got a picture shit, of, he likes to do that one.
0: he likes to do that 40-yard dash every year <laughs> man i've been thinking he would he would break 50 yeah. a time but now <laughs> i guess in a suit i guess i probably couldn't break 50 in a suit either yeah at that age for sure but but no he's one of the
1: good <clears> ones <throat> so i wanted to raise a glass to rich eisen for keeping it real thank you rich, rich. yep all right who you got is your opening toast
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna toast cry baby sharon moore michigan's interim head coach <laughs> <laughs> you need me to go get a box of tissues for this toast ah man that was a little embarrassing actually <laughs> i was a little embarrassed but you know at the same time very proud of that's of, my coach of sharon and and what what they michigan accomplished without harbaugh and and you know, I'm sure the emotions took over, and and he lost it a little bit at the post game interview. But yeah, but yeah, no, I thought I thought that was pretty good. Um, you know, the it was some really good adjustments. Michigan made some really good adjustments uh, at halftime, and and the second half was was really good. And and the really key thing about. Michigan W is the Penn State's defense mm-hmm. is really, you know, one of the better defenses in the country. And Michigan just absolutely crammed the ball down their throat. They ran the ball 33 straight plays, <laughs> which is unheard yeah, of in today's exactly. offense. I mean, I, and,
1: you, you got a better chance of seeing 33 consecutive passes today than you do 33 consecutive runs. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of
0: applauded Sharon in, in, in the way running back coach.
1: He's the OC. He's the OC. Yeah, okay. he's the
0: OC. And so he would have been calling it anyway. But even if Harbaugh had been there, you know, that's kind of Jim Harbaugh football anyway. That's Michigan football, Big Ten football. But, uh, you know, running the ball 33 straight times when, you know, he didn't have anybody to interfere with his play calling. I kind of, I kind of <laughs> gonna tip my hat and drink some bourbon to Sharon Moore. Just, uh,
1: Man up a little bit on your uh, post game interview. Yeah, but but I, I appreciate a man that's willing to show his emotions. You oh, know, yeah, I mean, especially that's... in a sport like that, you know, because a lot of people made fun of him, and uh, you know, it ain't easy to 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 let your emotions out like that. So, you know, I, I appreciate that.
0: No, no, I guess so. I guess in today's world, with you know, lack of. Responses out of males to
1: show yeah. emotion, you because know, there's Not... always that that pressure to, you know, to have a front. And right, he let it. He let his guard down and let his emotions come through, and you can see came how much through. <laughs> you know, they definitely came through, <laughs> but you can see too. how much it meant to him. I mean, so I. I don't even have anything negative about the crime. I mean, yeah. I know we—he might have played,
0: his, he might have coached his and way into might some uh, my, some jobs. Yes, yeah. And there's a few openings I hear. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I think we will probably talk about a few of those openings. Right, right. So. All right. Well, anyway, Sharon Moore. We, yeah. that was a good one. Yeah. Cheers, Richard. You get
1: two more opportunities. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and one of them, one of them's gonna be a Biggie, the Ohio State game. Yeah, that could you know, be. I a think
0: Oh, that's apropos. You're going to put up a Ohio big pile State. of doo-doo and say Ohio <laughs> State. It's, I can't even say that whole word without a little bile comes up. I get a
1: little sick to my stomach. Ohio. I like to call them Ohio, which gets under their <clears> skin. <clears <throat> but, yeah, I mean, they, I don't think they'll have any issues with Maryland this weekend, but that Ohio State game, it's going to be for all the marbles. Yeah. Yeah, it is. More than likely. I mean, yeah, yeah you still got the Big Ten championship, but in the Big 10. No, I man. You win Iowa, that division, that is the championship.
0: Iowa can't Iowa can't score 10 points on yeah, exactly. Michigan or Ohio. So yeah. Now, it's their offense. That that game horrible. will be that
1: game will be for the Big 10 title. Exactly. It I mean it usually is at least recent history. Well, more than recent. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah,
0: it, generally the game, it comes down to the game to decide who's the Big 10 champion for sure. <laughs>
1: All right, well, that's a couple of good toasts. Let's uh, let's move on into our scumbag of the week. All right, you wanna go first? You got some slides? To of put course us? I of got course, slides. Of course you got <laughs> slides.
0: Um, yeah, I'll will I'll go ahead. I I kind of I kind of can't decide who I wanna vote as my scumbag.
1: All right, well, throw them both I, at, throw them both out there, and I I'll uh, see if I can tip well, the scales for I you. I was
0: juggling between local Frank Reich. Head coach mm-hmm. of the Panthers, and who, Brian who just, who, and Brian Kelly. Well, we know uh, Wright
1: just took back the play calling. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I was headed as a scumbag. Okay. And I, then uh, Brian Kelly, why still Brian Kelly?
0: Oh, because he's now he he threw some shade at Dallas Turner oh. in, a, in a in a presser we a week late. Oh yeah 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 it's, I saw that. Yeah, he basically he didn't throw shade. He 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 just threw him under the bus pretty much.
1: But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and go with Wright. Yeah, let's go with Wright, because I think like, we'll
0: talk Kelly we'll in, talk Kelly a in in little
1: more coming in hot and plus I mean that was that was two weeks ago that game, you know. Yeah, but he's still talking I know he shit. is and the fans are still hanging on to it, but we'll he's got excuses. We'll touch on excuses that excuses for his guy
0: lowering the crown, which we'll we'll get into that. So yeah I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Frank Wright. You know, kinda yo yoing Local Carolina Panther fans, not fans, just you know, Yo-Yo and his offensive coordinator. If you really want to be specific, his, his. I don't even know if we can
1: call him an offensive coordinator. I mean, nah, yeah. hell, he should have turned over. Well, he tried to, you know, claim. Oh well, we, you know, he he installs, you know, the 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 game plan all week long, and me and him are in constant contact and communication, and you know, it's like he's he's trying to. Make make excuses for you know why this doesn't affect the fact that he's the OC and he's the head coach. Well, I don't think I don't think he's gonna affect.
0: I think it's Thomas Brown, isn't that the OC? I think that's his name.
1: I don't think he's gonna affect his
0: uh, his ability for for future work. You know, that's the one thing that kind of pisses me off about him yo-yoing Brown around is because. I mean, you gave him the reins. He should have been given the reins from the get-go because you got a you got an OC and and you obviously can't coach and call plays at the same time and be effective and and so now you're talking about trying to pare down the offense for Bryce Young. You don't have to pare down the offense for Bryce Young. What you got to do is you got to get creative and have a little bit more creativity to your offense because. Pretty much it's your boring-ass offense and your predictable Predictable. offense is why Bryce is struggling. I mean, and and your offensive line was kind of really – I don't want to say it it was a strength going into the season, but at the end of last year,
1: their line was good. And and, we talked about last year, they were a quarterback away from being, you know, possibly winning their division. Yeah, and
0: this is a division that they easily could have won. And going into the season, we really thought – and, and we were led to believe, and, and we watched it with, uh, I don't even remember who the interim head coach was, Steve Wilkes. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes, you know, won, what, five out of six games with that offensive line playing a different brand of football. I mean, if you watch the Panthers' offense, I mean, it's just, it's so predictable, uh-huh. ultra predictable. And you don't have any motion going on in your backfield. And your wide receivers aren't even in motion. The dudes can't get separation um, Bryce Young has 2.4 seconds to throw, and all this is off of your play design, right? And you're supposed to be a guru. You're not a guru. I, I still think you're a good coach. You're a great coach, actually. I mean, you're a former player, former Panther. I'm sure the, the team likes you and digs you, but you suck <laughs> as an offensive coordinator. I, ain't, I mean, what, what is it? For years, uh, we always get off to a slow start. Well, quit getting off to a slow start. Right. I mean, if you know that's your problem, yeah. the following year you shouldn't get off to a slow start. Then we get this preseason. Well, we're not going to show anybody anything. We're only going to call a handful of plays for, for our new quarterback. Well,
1: you don't look you, much different. And you needed, the, you needed the game time experience to because it is a new offense. And, and that's the sad thing is, you know, the national media is having this huge debate over whether Bryce Young is a bust or not. And it's all because freaking he's, he's games Well, but he's also been set up for failure. Yeah,
0: exactly. It kind of almost looks like Tua a couple of years yeah. ago. And yeah. what's happening On, now with yeah, Tua? Under Flores. With a coach that knows what he's doing and a coach that actually believes in him. Uh-huh. You know, and if Frank Reich didn't want to pick Bryce and that was all David Tepper's deal, well, you can sabotage Bryce all you want, but you're the one that's going to lose your job. Right. And so I think, I think that's why the play calling's been been taken back because I think he's job scared and he's like, well, well, screw it. If I'm gonna go down, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go down yeah.
1: calling the plays. Yeah. Which I don't blame him there.
0: I don't blame him there either. But I think that's a disservice to. But to the Thomas Brown, like and I that, said, the yo-yo
1: and the yo yo is is not good good for the atmosphere and team building and yeah no i mean bryce said it today that it doesn't
0: matter to me it's just a different voice in my ear the play calling's not going to be any different I, I tend to disagree a little bit well bryce is a company man bryce, well, bryce yeah. is
1: always going to say the right thing sure absolutely so and i, I don't you know, mean it in a negative no, no, way he's a company you man
0: yeah no i mean bryce is definitely not the issue no Definitely not the issue, and my fear is, and I don't think it's going to happen, because that kid is just, that kid's got his head on correct, he's not going to get, he's not going to get gun shy, he's not going to pull a, a car. I'm still, I'm still a little worried about that. I don't I'm think it's going, going to happen, man I just, I mean, I, I think you can look at him and tell that he is thinking about it, but I think he'll play his way out of it, and, and, I, and I do hope Frank Reich keeps his job, and, and. You know, because I think what's important for the Panthers is is some consistency. And, you know, if you go changing coaches midway or three-quarters of the way or even at the end of the year, you know, now Bryce has got to learn a whole new system again. And, I
1: mean, I just – I just,
0: there's something about
1: continuity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You mentioned it with Tua. And this this is the first time since Tua left high school that he's been in the same offensive system for a second year. Exactly. He's had to learn a new one every single year in college and it, his first two or three years in the pros up okay. right until this year. And you know, when you can carry
0: on from one season to the next with a, with a playbook from the same coaching staff, you can build on yeah, that. Yeah, you, you don't have to learn the plays, exactly. you learn
1: how to improve yeah. on the plays. Exactly. So, And add and it speeds things up. You can read faster. You know your progressions, so you're not. It's not all brand new to. It's like it's like learning a a, a language. You know that first year you learn a language, you got to think about it. But then the the next year after you've mastered the language, you're fluent and it just naturally comes out. Yeah,
0: you play with speed. Play with speed. And that's that's key. Yeah. And that's kind of what I
1: think has hap- is happening with Milrow, too, uh, just to throw another one out there as an example. Now, later in the season, he's not having to think about it. He's able to just do. Yeah. So, And his shows. So anyway, Frank right. Yeah, no, you got a little pa- I, I think you picked the right one because you got a little little passionate about that right there. <laughs> well, you know, cause
0: he's cause he's fucking around with my man with Bryce your boy. Young. With BY9. Leave my man, man by 9 alone, man, and you Panther fans, you'd better leave him alone or you gonna answer to this guy. <laughs> I know that don't scare nobody. <laughs> I know. But it should. It should. See, everybody out there shaking. It should scare you. Don't mess with Bryce, man. That kid knows what he's doing, and he's, yeah, gonna, he's, gonna, he's be stud, gonna be a stud. man. Uh, ultra
1: talented. Gonna be a stud. Ultra talented and ultra talented between the ears, which yep. is a, a lot of.
0: And yeah, there's a little bit of a Homer alert too on that, but you know yeah. what? It comes with, it comes with experience with By.
1: Oh yeah. He's good. <laughs> yep. All right. Well. My scumbag this I started week. started tearing up like Sharon on that. <laughs> My scumbag this week is actually a repeat offender. You you called them out a few weeks ago over to Tez Walker, and now I'm going to call them out, and that would be the NCAA. Mm. Because they had a chance to do the right thing. You know, they didn't with Tez Walker. They didn't do the right thing. They had a chance to, but they didn't. then they kind of threw it back on UNC that it was their fault. But they had an opportunity. James Madison has moved up in in division and they're 10 and 0 and killing it, 10 and 0. And but they're not bowl eligible. And Jacksonville State, they're 7 and 3. They're not bowl eligible because you have to wait 2 years. What and the you got to wait 2 years to be eligible once you move up divisions. And what is that like a – is that like a – They said that the reason this rule was put in place was to discourage schools from moving up too soon. Well, if a school moves up too soon, they're not going to be 10 up. They shouldn't they're be They're not going to be 7-3. and three. So, you're – these kids that are working hard, some of them might be seniors, you know, and yeah, they're going to miss the opportunity to play in a bowl game when they had the balls stupid rule. and the cojones –
0: to move up and play into the big boy and game. do it I mean, right, they should be rewarded. Hell, yeah. their basketball team's three and them. I know so, they're killing <laughs> it. James Madison. Don't lose. <laughs> no, and they knocked off what you Duke, didn't they? No, they think uh, was it Michigan North? State? No, I think they knocked off North Carolina or Duke. Okay, maybe. Anyway, maybe not. Maybe it was Michigan State. Maybe. But anyway, James Madison, shit, we should be toasting you, yeah, James yeah, Madison. Yeah, yeah. Now they're
1: they're doing some impressive things and. Uh, you know, it's a shame that, like I said, the NC—they they filed a waiver for an exemption to be able to, you know, to be able to a, a postseason waiver, and uh, today was actually the ruling by the, the committee and uh, denied it. And said, nope, we're we're a rule's a rule, and
0: that's a stupid rule, yeah. much
1: like NCA is anyway. Y'all are weak. Nobody really, even... yeah. Like I said, they had an opportunity respect. to kind of, you know, get a little pat on the back for once, and and they they didn't even rise to the occasion. I mean, you'd so, think you'd be like, yeah, you're bowl eligible.
0: Come on up here. You're bowl eligible from the get go. Now, the, it ain't yeah. like
1: they're gonna get bowl eligible, uh-huh. and then they're ten. Exactly. I mean, you know, and and even you yeah. know, Nick Saban on Pat McAfee uh, show chimed in and was like, yeah, he, you know, he wasn't gonna comment on. committee or the rule or or any of that, but he said, you know, it's just unfortunate for the players and the university who work so hard to get in that position, and then they don't get to, you know, reap the benefits of what they created for themselves. And here's another thing. that That's going to affect next year,
0: too, because let's just say James Madison carries over, and next year when we're in the 12-team playoff, that would be ideal yeah, for a Team like James Madison to get into that 12-team playoff, and then upset some some Power Fives. That would be what we're all looking for out of a 12-team playoff. And now they're not going to be able to play in that. uh, I think this is
1: technically their second year. Oh, I thought this was year one. I know it's the second year for Jacksonville State. I'd have to go back and look on James Madison. You may be right about that. This may be their first year.
0: And Jacksonville Jacksonville State's upset Auburn before, haven't
1: they? Uh, Yeah. If yeah. they haven't, they've come close. Yeah, yeah. I know so, Bama
0: doesn't play them. But.
1: Now I think they could possibly still get in a bowl game if not enough bowl, el- not enough teams become mm-hmm. bowl eligible. But that would be the only way. Um, but now nah, it's a stupid rule, you know. It, if if they earn it on the field, then they should be rewarded for it because mm-hmm. they're they're working their asses off and not not getting to reap the benefits. I mean, yeah, they get. To feel the satisfaction of, of, of what's currently an undefeated season. But still, you would like to see these kids be able to play in a bowl game. Sure. Uh, uh, you they know.
0: all want to go travel. Especially a
1: D1 bowl game. Because you got, like I said, you got seniors that are going to be leaving the, the school. And this was their opportunity to play in a D1 bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and it's being denied by the NCAA. So they're my scumbags this week. Yeah. And I just, I think they had a chance to. They're eternal scumbags. They are. They just need to abolish that NCAA. I feel like we're headed that way with,
0: with all these conferences realigning, and I think we are headed that way. We're yep. gonna have a super, like a commissioner, right, of the super conferences or something. So. Yeah,
1: I'd like to see them get to four conferences, and like you said, have a, a commissioner over the four of them. So. I mean, we've clearly gotten away from. I mean, the reason the NCAA
0: is involved anyway is to keep everyone on the straight and narrow. And now with NIL, I mean, It right. yeah. doesn't matter. There's nothing anymore. to police I mean, anymore. Yeah, exactly. What are you gonna police? Some cheating? Some stealing of signs? <laughs> Stupid. Well, hell, that
1: wasn't even the NCA that busted them. That was the Big Ten. Yeah. So even even the NCAA couldn't get. It, it wasn't needed for that. No. Nah, so. Was- you know, we 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 jumped from the toast to the uh, right into the scumbag. We didn't even talk about uh, what's your your bourbon of choice this evening before we get into the rate that shit. Oh,
0: I'm on the uh, four roses small batch that we did last week. Last week, okay. yeah, okay, yeah, but that was that was a good little. That's a good sipper, I think. We both came in at three point zeros, leaning towards maybe a two point something. Yeah, but we defaulted to three because it's a good bourbon, but you know it. it it, doesn't, it wasn't super complex. No, I mean, there's nothing complex about it, but definitely a good daily drinker for well, sure. It,
1: it, 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 it'll be a good comparison. I kind of wish I would have poured some. I didn't even think about it because we're going to do a small batch Select, ah, which is a yeah. higher proof uh, bourbon, uh, but uh, you know, so you'd be able to compare the two. And I'm hoping since this is supposed to be a step up, maybe we're knocking on that four door. It's so. actually, that's a really good sipper, man. Yeah. Like How about you? Well, you I I went with the bottled and bond uh, old Forester, uh which is which is an excellent bourbon. So, oh, yeah. so you you're you're going to get to compare the small batch to the small batch select. I'm going to be able to compare what we rated as a four, right, to this small batch select. So it'll be kind of a different perspectives that we come in on this this uh, this small batch select four roses
0: so hang out with us and check that out at the end of the yeah. And then podcast
1: yeah and then we've got another uh four roses the single barrel uh to do next week oh that's that's what this one yeah is. that's what that one is the single barrel single barrel yep yeah yep. so we'll we'll do that next week if we do a show next week with thanksgiving we'll have to discuss that and uh see if, if we're gonna take a week or or not so all right well let's let's come in hot let's uh Let's start with the NFL like we usually do, and then we'll roll into college. The lion's share of what we like to talk about. That's right. Although, you know, I I, I would be amiss if I didn't bring up Tua's new dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you sent that to me today.
1: Yeah, so are you, are you pro cornrows, or are you uh, against the cornrows? No, I mean,
0: I'm pro whatever the hell he wants to wear. I mean, I... I, I can dig a cornrow. I mean, I wish I still had the hair to have a cornrow. Well, and that's kind
1: up. of what he said when, when during his press conference when when he was asked. He's like, "My hair's been getting so wild. It was either cut it all off or do something <laughs> with it." I I do miss my hair
0: back in the day. I mean, I wish I wish back when I was in high school or, or college, we had dudes could wear headbands. Mm. You know, because I would have had my. <laughs> My big head here and a headband, but no, I I like his look.
1: Yeah, I think he, I think he pulls it
0: off okay. I, I
1: just like Tua, man. I just like. He's him. just a good guy. He is real I good guy, like good family him. man, good values. But uh, yeah, I actually I actually kind of like the the corn on on old Tua. Yeah. So we'll see how he performs with him. Let's just uh, Tua. I do gotta warn you. I don't know if how the baby reacted because. Uh, my wife did the cornrows one time while we went on a, on vacation and came back, and our son flipped out because <laughs> he didn't I, I, he didn't recognize her. Or oh. He didn't he didn't like it. She's so she instantly goes to pulling him out <laughs> while he's he's laying on the floor just just to crying. <laughs> oh,
0: it must have been a cruise to Jamaica or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, be, be, if, if the baby don't like it too, you're gonna have to take him out. That's funny. So. Yeah, I was just kind of poking. Uh, I had sent sent the the, the staff and the Bourbon Buzzed and Balling the the, the new Tua look this, today, so I figured I'd throw it in the show just for just for the hell of it. So I can live with it. Yep. But now Tua, you know, they're coming off their bye week, and it's time for them to either put up or shut because, yeah. you know they they got a a, a decent. Chant, they got a decent game this week, you know. They, they, like I said last week, they don't, they haven't been doing good against good teams. Now the team they're playing this week is five and five. I don't really look at them as a, as a top tier team, but they got the Raiders this week. Who have won two straight under their new coach? Yeah, the Raiders
0: are Raiders are tough to figure. Yeah, so tough to figure. But I mean, it looks to me, it looks to me like they're back to trusting Josh Jacobs. Well, you know, you got to you got to ex-run the ball, you got an ex-linebacker
1: as your new head coach. So he's all going to be about physicality. He's going to be pound the rock and play solid defense. There you go. Uh, You got a you got a pounder
0: for a running back. Yeah, Got
1: Josh Jacobs back there who led the league last year, and then this year under McDaniels, he wasn't doing shit. But now I wonder why yeah. Daniels. Please don't
0: give that dude another <laughs> shot, man, at head coaching. But, yeah. But that's funny that you bring you put Tua up there with his new dude because my guy can't wear a do at all. Josh Dobbs in Minnesota got the Vikings back on track,
1: baby. Yep. Skull. Yep. I'm glad, man. The That, Vikings, that guy. I, you know, it's it's kind of like Geno Smith. You know. They, they're journeymen, they can't get a job, they're, sec, they're They're backup quarterbacks. No respect, man. But then when they do get an opportunity, look what they do. They put up numbers, they put yeah. up Ws. You know, a lot of times I think people get too caught up in the stats or in the intangibles. Bottom line is Ws. If, you, if you're if you winning, if you're leading your team to win, I mean, look at Trent Dilford, won a Super Bowl with the uh, Ravens. His, yeah. his stats weren't glamorous. There wasn't nothing he did that was glamorous. But he just won. I yeah, should have worn my Vikings
0: shirt. Yeah. Should have toasted, so toasted Dobbs, man. He's, he's good, man. He had like a, a weekend, not even a week, a couple of days in with the team and then drove them to a last-minute victory yeah. and then got the dub last week. and We'll see how they do uh, this weekend.
1: Yep. Yep. Yes, yeah, so he's doing good. Of course, the Bills blew another one. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what to think about
0: Josh Allen. Uh, Which is funny because that was one of my that was one of the things I, I was going to mention. You know, Ken Dorsey loses his job because Josh Allen uh, throwing, throwing too many interceptions. In. And yeah. I think Ken Dorsey's the Bills are like number three in the in the in the league for offense. Yeah. So how are you going to fire an offensive coordinator scapegoat? Is it? I think it's more than a scapegoat, though. I think I think that Dorsey was. I don't know, maybe Dorsey and Josh Allen don't get along.
1: Maybe, but, I mean, Dorsey, you know, because Dorsey was his QB coach when right. Dable was still there. Yeah. And he was like the hot name and, you know, yeah, on the fast track, on the coaching fast track and all that. And now for him to just get fired midseason because Josh, Josh cause Allen wants to throw it to the wrong team. Exactly. And, <laughs> and I mean, had they won the game – Dorsey's probably still the OC. I saw a funny quote because the the Bills play the Jets uh, this this coming week, and mm-hmm. and the, the quote was, "I'm gonna watch the game to see who completes more passes to the Jets: Zach Wilson or Josh <laughs> Allen." Gosh, I bet Josh Allen does.
0: <laughs> Man, I you know I was gonna actually I was gonna actually uh, toast. I was gonna toast him like a couple, not Josh Allen, but I was gonna toast Jets. Mm. What's the quarterback? Zach name? Wilson. Damn! I, can't, I always <laughs> forget names when the camera. And rolled. I just said it like three I minutes know, ago. Just three minutes ago. I was gonna give him a toast about three or four weeks ago, but we didn't have a show. We didn't have a show a couple weeks ago, and 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 then he went back to his old self, you know, because he did have a game where you were like, okay, yeah, all right, this kid can play. He showed progression. It looks like he might be okay. Yeah. But then the last two yeah. weeks have happened. And now we're, <laughs> yeah, we're back to the old Zach Wilson. Yeah, it's back to why is he even starting? I know, man. He, now he—you talking about a bust? He looks like a like a potential bust in the making. But I don't—I mean, I don't know that it—not really his fault on that per se. I mean, I know a lot of the times it's the situation you get put in, right? But at the same time, I mean, he came out of nowhere to get picked where he Very did. There again, look. They fell in love with his measurables. Exactly. So, you know, if you think about it, the way I look at it, if if the the idiots who drafted him so high, had they not gotten enamored with his measurables, had they just looked at the fact that it's just like Trey Lance. I mean, just because he got drafted where he did, that's not his fault. That doesn't necessarily right. make him a bust. It makes the guys who drafted him a bust, in my opinion. Right,
1: Exactly. Because yes.
0: Trey Lance, there was no reason for Trey Lance to even get drafted. Yeah, because he, he came from FCS
1: where he didn't even play for what two years. Yeah, and, and then he gets drafted. And, yeah, the and, the one the year he got drafted, he played like one game. Yeah, and that was like the yeah. COVID year, and exactly and they, they didn't yeah. play their season. And
0: so there was zero. Resume right to, for him to even get picked, and yep. you get fall in love with a kid's measurables. Yeah, what is that? Did you fall in love with Tom Brady's measurables? What <laughs> happened there? <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, not in the first round. You can't so, take that so, chance.
0: So now, now you know Trey Lance is getting tabbed to bust. You got Wilson getting tabbed to bust. I mean, of course, it does. It
1: can set your franchise back. Sure, if, but that's, if you swing and miss on a but high it's not the No, no, it's not their fault. They are who they are. Now, Ryan Leaf,
0: bust. (laughs) I mean, he put up all them them huge numbers. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell, bust. I get that. But, like, was it Bryce Young's fault that the Panthers gave up all that cap to move up to pick him? Not really. Even though I'm a Bryce Young fan, and I love the kid to death, and I think he's going to be great, I still think the Panthers gave up too much for
1: him. Right. I don't know. And I don't think they had to give that much they to didn't. get that
0: pick. No, they it was really like didn't. they were bidding against themselves. I swear to I swear to everything <laughs> that Ugh, Federer, man, I, I swear I think we could we could whip your ass for a quarter of what you're getting paid. Well, <laughs> maybe we might want a little more than just a quarter. We could be like I'd a, do it for free. We could be like a two headed <laughs> monster. I'll do it for free. Look, you can be the GM. I'll be the damn coach. That's what all I care about is coaching. I don't want to make them down. Oh, I, I, I would like to. I would like to be in the front yeah. office. Yeah, I know you would. Anyway, that's well, while we're while
1: we're talking about quarterbacks and busts and this and that, and I almost selected all the Cleveland Brown quarterbacks <laughs> as my scumbag this week, because, and I'm just going to go back to you know in '96, I think it was, Cleveland packed up and moved to Baltimore. Damn, you're going way back, and became the Ravens. So. Damn. Basically, there was no Cleveland Browns from '96 to '98. 1999, they came back. So, 25 years ago, the second Cleveland Browns team came into existence. How many starting quarterbacks you think they've had in that 25 years? Oh, I can't even begin to name them. The Browns? Yeah, dozens. 36. Yeah. 36 different quarterbacks have started for them in the last 25 years. And now they go out and sign Deshaun Watson for $230 million coming off of all his legal issues. They traded a boatload to get him and signed him $230 million, fully guaranteed, fully, fully guaranteed. And so after the first two years of that contract, they've gotten 12 mediocre games for that investment. They're cursed. I mean, <laughs> I would not want to be a quarterback and be drafted by the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. That in those twenty-five years, there was only three seasons where the one quarterback started every game of the season, and that was let me—I I got it in my notes. Tim Couch in two thousand and one. Tim Couch. And then Baker did it twice hmm. in nineteen and, and twenty twenty. That's the only time in those last 25 years that they had one quarterback start every game in, in the season. Hmm. So, you know, and, and since they moved to Baltimore, they've won two Super Bowls and, right, been a, right. you know, won many division titles. Always So it's almost always like in the mix. That just being the Cleveland Browns is like cursed. <laughs>
0: and made the right quarterback decision. Oh, yeah. yeah. When there were so many experts saying he wasn't a quarterback. Yep, the Ravens showed showed belief in him as a quarterback. So that's that's, that's actually, good stuff right there. Actually, have they won three Super Bowls? Nah, I don't remember. Because I thought Dilfer won one. Shit, I couldn't even remember Zach Wilson's name and, and five and Flacco
1: said it. Flacco won one. Flacco, Flacco won, won against won. the Niners, so that's the two. Flacco Dilfer won beat and Dilfer, Dilfer won. beat my Giants, and then and then really Ray Lewis and the Lamar defense hasn't beat my gotten Giants. Out of the championship. Yeah, no, he's gotten to the championship, right, but he exactly. hasn't got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they won the Harbaugh Harball Bowl with uh, yeah. that was Flacco at yeah. quarterback, and then like I said, they beat the shit out of my Giants when they had that. Unbelievable defense with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Shit, they
0: got an unbelievable defense this year. Yeah, and, they but they're uh, always built on. They defense. are Super Bowl contenders with a good quarterback. Uh,
1: you know, Ozzy Newsom's got to be one of the greatest general managers ever. You know, well, I know, he, I know, person. I know he's retired now. But it's another Homer alert. Uh, oh, Homer. What do you do? What do you do? I mean, they're they're everywhere. I mean, We're everywhere. We're,
0: <laughs> everywhere. We're like ants.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, I came if if it wasn't for the NCAA decision coming down today, I probably would have made Cleveland. Oh, and, and to finish my thought on Deshaun Watson, now he's out for the year, right, with a, a fractured shoulder, throwing shoulder. So he's gonna have surgery on the shoulder, which who knows what he's gonna be after that? Because that you know that's pitchers big... and quarterbacks, the shoulder it is is, that's is critical.
0: That's a big that's a big one for sure.
1: So yeah. And then, speaking of the Ravens, you know, I made a comment. Another scumbag I almost made for this week is me. I almost made myself the scumbag because last week, if you'll remember, I said, don't sleep on the Ravens or the Bengals. And then they they both shit the bed. Shit the bed. And But I can guarantee you this. One of them's going to win. One of them ain't going to lose this week. (laughs) Might not win, but they ain't going to lose. Oh, I
0: guess they They they, could tie. They could could tie.
1: tie. But, yeah, the Bengals and Ravens play this, the, the, the Thursday night game. This is week 11, and they play tonight. But, uh, but yeah, that, that me telling y'all not to sleep on them, that didn't age too well. Although, every team in that division has got a winning record. Yeah, that's a tough division. Because you got the Browns and the Steelers also. And yeah. Depending on how this game tonight plays out, the Steelers might vault all the way to the top and – Mike Tomlin, man, how amazing is that guy? Oh, uh, He's
0: never had a losing season. Got to be considered one. Of, oh, he's a goat. He is a
1: goat ever, man. Because he has sure. never had a losing season, and you know,
0: last year, and he's he's here lately. He's been yeah. Last some year, pretty he, rough. Teams yeah, last year he should have had he
1: should have had a losing. Season. Yeah, exactly. He, they did have a winning season last year, didn't they? Yeah, one yeah, game
0: over, I think. Yeah, he hasn't had a losing season. Okay, I wanted
1: to because I no, you want right, to sure, Um sure. But, yeah, that's, that's just amazing because, like I said, he should have had a lose, lose the season last year. Mm-hmm. And then this year he was, you know, picked to be at the bottom of the division. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Not everybody happening. everybody says uh, Belichick's the GOAT, but it was it was Belichick, Belichick or was it Brady? It ah, was
0: all Brady. And even the even the Patriot fans are showing you that now. They're trying to they're, they're get him out of there. Yeah. I think, you know, I – what did I hear today that Belichick has been rumored already going to a West Coast team? Yeah, I've
1: heard it. I heard the Jets, but. Solid. Oh, doing... wait,
0: no. I heard West Coast, and then at the last minute, I heard damn Washington. Yeah, I heard Washington. I heard Washington, because, I mean, that's where he's
1: from. Yeah, I heard Washington. I heard the Jets, but. No, but, Salah, There's no wait, way. Well, and plus, he already. Spurned the Jets. I mean, he, right, remember yeah, he was like coaching yeah. the Jets for like one he, day. No, not even a day. I think it was like a couple, a couple of hours.
0: hours. A <laughs> couple of hours, and then Parcells and that whole yeah. fiasco got him out of this. No, like, yeah, Robert solid man. No, I he's like Sala. to be he's, good as gold in New York yeah. right now, man. He's yeah, especially he's awesome. with what he's had to deal with. Yeah, hell yeah. He looks good, man. He, I, I got nothing but respect for Robert Sala. Um. No, I heard Washington maybe for Belichick,
1: but I think I don't know. Might be time for Belly to just call it a if, career. Yeah, or go be the D coordinator for Bill. I mean, for Nick. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on to
0: Tuscaloosa, man. Come back, work for for Nick instead of the other way around. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I don't have any other NFL news. I I, I was going to talk
1: a little bit. I was going to. Lions you, are still looking good. They've only still only got the two losses.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, screw the lines, man. That's the Vikings division. The Vikings <laughs> are going to win that one. They're going to win that one with Powder, powder at quarterback. Man. Monday you night. I to say that, Powder at quarterback?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's what
0: he reminds me of. I mean, dude ain't got no eyebrows, yeah, man. I,
1: he is He is kind of weird He's looking. a weird
0: looking dude, weird dude weird man. Looking, Go Vols. He's a Vol, yeah. you know. But, man, he's, yeah. hey, I tell you, you he's you looking
1: know, good. You know who traded him away this year to Arizona? You know the Vikings got him from Arizona, but you know, right, right. You know where Arizona got him? Yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland. he'd be
0: starting for the Browns, which is probably a good thing that he left. That might be another curse. Let him I'm go to telling the Vikings you, the
1: Cleveland Browns. I mean, can't. even Baker's do, doing decent with the Buccaneers. I mean, Cleveland is where quarterbacks go to die. Somebody said Baker was a good quarterback. No, I'm I mean, still not a fan. I mean, I'm not a
0: fan either. But I just call a good quarterback if I see it. You know, the Panthers is ruined. Panthers, man, Panthers are becoming the where you go to to die as as a quarterback career,
1: maybe. Mm. Let's hope Bryce changes that. But no, I was uh, I was gonna say there is a good game Monday night, Super Bowl rematch. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that one. See, yeah, that would uh, be a good one. Could see be if a Jalen can get a little revenge. Even though if wow. I'm a, if I'm a win one, I'd rather win the one with the jewelry attached yeah. to it. But uh, yeah, that that'd be a good one. Uh, looking forward to that one. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's roll into some some college football. And, uh, well, let, let me – let's first get Brian
0: Kelly out the damn way. Okay. I want to get Kelly out the way, man. Brian Kelly, you almost made the scumbag for me, man, because, he, you know, here we are, you know, like it was like five days after you had already said that the SEC reviewed the play and Dallas Turner's hit – wasn't targeting. Um, it was called properly. And then LSU plays – who did they play last week? Florida? Florida? I don't remember who LSU played. I think was. it was – yeah, it was Florida. I think it was. Uh, Jaden
1: Daniels had like 350 yards passing and 200 yards rushing. And he was concussed because Dallas Turner hit him horribly, you know, whatever.
0: So, so anyway, um, in, in the game, LSU's player going to make a tackle – Florida player lowers his head, LSU player lowers his head, hits him with the crown of his helmet, gets ejected. And then Brian Kelly's, you know, whining and crying about his player getting ejected. And and now that the Bama game's already a week old, he still has to make a shot, a pot shot at Dallas Turner. He called him the other guy, and you can say what you want to say, but that guy was looking to knock our quarterback out of the game, which is complete bullshit. And not only was it was it wrong for you to even regurgitate that old news, it was wrong for you to go back and, and make a claim that Dallas Turner's uh, you know, a mean and nasty player and was looking to knock Jaden Daniels out. When we have already talked about it, the media talked about it, you know, I don't know what side of the fence you fall on, but the truth is, is he hit him with his face mask, his neck goes back, his head slides up. He didn't lead with the crown of his helmet. No, he had Ill, Ill, Ill intent. intent. was in the chest and the shoulder. Right. Back. The only ill intent Dallas Turner had Get was a sack. he's a, a defender trying to make a sack on a quarterback. You know, damn you, Dallas, for trying to do what <laughs> you you're supposed to do. Not only were you being held all night, you finally got to the quarterback. And, yes, our pass rush was getting home at that point of the game. That game was that game was over. Yeah, and team. I'm a,
1: I'm gonna touch on that a little bit because I think it's hilarious when delusional homers of another fan base want to call us homers, which we call ourselves homers. We know we're homers, homer. but we're not delusional. We are objective homers. Yes. Yeah. Can you be an objective homer? You can. You absolutely. Can be an objective absolutely. Homer. And you know, to that point, one such said uh, listener wanted you know wanted to make a point that. You know, it was a dirty hit. The only reason the game, you know, turned out it did was because Daniels didn't get to play in the rest of the game. And you correctly pointed out to him that at the time of the injury, that game was well in hand. And I got a chart back here.
0: It was well via, in hand.
1: Via ESPN and the win probability. <laughs> so if you look at this chart from left to Raving right. and buzz and balling with right. analytic in now. Don't come at us unless you're going to bring the stats and the facts. So, the win probability, you know, we've got first quarter through the fourth quarter here. In the first quarter, Bama scores first, their win probability. <laughs> then LSU <laughs> gets a little bit of a blip right there when they scored. Then the rest of the first half, it was all Bama. And then Dallas then Turner's Not in. yet, not oh, yet, not oh. yet. Come not on, yet. man. Don't hold me back, Coach. Don't hold me back. All right, so the beginning of the second half, LSU coach they get the ball first. What do they do? They score a touchdown. They go up. Uh-oh, the win probability is favoring LSU. But then what does Bama do? They answer back, so it starts coming again and again. When did Jaden Daniels get hurt? About right here in the fourth quarter. I would say the game was well in hand.
0: For the, pretty much the whole fourth well, quarter. Well, look at the third. It was already trending in our direction. Oh, absolutely. And then, and then by Turner the time said, he went out, Jaden Daniels
1: go to bed. So, looking at the win probability, that game was well in hand. And eh, move over here to the to the right side of the chart here. And this got from the halftime on, and you can see first possession, LSU touchdown. All right, they're up 28-21. Then what happens? Alabama touchdown. LSU punt. Jaden Daniels is still in the game. Alabama touchdown. LSU can't stop us. Alabama ties it. No, they take the lead. 35-28. What happens next? An interception. Who throws the interception? The backup quarterback? No. Nope. nope. Jaden Daniels. So Alabama's up 42 to 28. Next possession. This is the possession he gets hurt on. Three plays out and a punt. The only, the only person in that stadium that could keep Alabama from scoring in that game was Will Reichard. Right. because he missed two cause... field goals. Other than that, Alabama never punted, was never in danger, never stopped. And let, let, me, let me break in right here. When
0: Right before Jaden Daniels was hurt, The reason our pass rush was getting home now, because LSU was so predictable.
1: And we had worn down. Yeah, they
0: were were worn down. They were in complete pass heavy now to try to catch back up. We pinned our ears back. Your offensive line was tired. It was bound to happen. It was inevitable that Dallas Turner or somebody was going to get home. And Jaden's a little dude. Man, he's skinny. He can't handle that kind of heat. No,
1: I said it all game. He needs to quit running so much. Exactly. He's one hit away. He's lucky he he's didn't make it. one. He's one hit away from, from, from not being able to play. But exactly. He ain't built yeah. like Jalen Milrow. But if you go come at the BB and B team, you better bring. Don't bring opinions. Better, bring facts. Better have some facts, man. Because.
0: We're okay. up for an argument. Yeah, I mean, but, but all, we we means, usually
1: have the stuff to back up what what we say. So
0: we're objective homers. It's time that you understand that that is a, a, an actual
1: term. I mean, I mean, game was in hand. It was in G- hand. <laughs> game ball, was Keller in hand. You're in the rear mirror. But but again. but now you know. I want. I, I said I had two things I wanted to talk about. That was one of them, and the other one is Brian Kelly himself. If that was such. A violent, vicious, illegal hit. With ill intent. With ill intent. Why did you put that young man back in the game one play later? Yeah, exactly. You you obviously didn't care at the time about this young man's well-being if you thought what you're now claiming about that hit. At the time, you didn't think it was anything other than a football play. You asked, was it being reviewed? You were told, yes, it's being reviewed. Yet yes. you still, one play, he sat on the sideline, and you put him back in the game. There was so much time in between and I that know. to
0: be reviewed. Right, and I know game. you're
1: blaming that on your medical staff, exactly. but you're the head man, and that's something else we've said on this podcast before. Sometimes it's up to the coach to protect the player from himself. The player is always going to want to stay in the game or go back in the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. It's the coach's responsibility to protect but he that player from He himself. couldn't remember
0: what the play was that he called, so he had to check himself out because yeah. the coach wasn't going to check him out. So. And the last point that I want to piggyback on is if Dallas Turner was a dirty player, and he was coming at Daniels with ill will, don't you think he would have led with the crown of his helmet? And he would have done it in the first quarter if, if we needed it. him. If, if we needed, <laughs> what? If, what? If, Say that
1: again. If we needed to, him out in order for us Say to win Say it the again game. to all these people <laughs> out here so they can hear. He would have done it in the first quarter. First quarter. Come on now. Get, yeah. get out of here. And, and, we, and we wouldn't have used Dallas Turner to do it. We would have used somebody else. I mean, come on. This, you know what it is,
0: Kobe? It's Bama fatigue.
1: We still dealing with oh, it, even yeah. though we're
0: not on the top of the mountain anymore.
1: Well, but I, I think you even see I mean, that. We're fat- still up I, I think you even see that fatigue with the with the football committee. You know, they got it right. See, I'm saying they got it right. right this week by moving Georgia to number one. We've yep. said we've been saying that until they get knocked off, they should be number one. Exactly. I don't care what their schedule was, but you know, the committee said, okay, we. We didn't put Georgia number one because we're rating strength of schedule. We're rating head-to-head. Okay, if you're rating strength of schedule, who's got the strongest strength of schedule in the top ten? Oh, that would be Alabama. Mm, three. If, um, if you're rating head-to-head, why did you have Texas ahead of Oklahoma? Because didn't Texas lose to Oklahoma? Lost to them. So, so you're talking out of both sides yeah. of your mouth. So,
0: so, now because Texas has the – well, because – I don't even know
1: what to say anymore. It's just well, it just gonna to have to play out. Yeah. It's just gonna to have to play out. Right. But there's no reason or okay, so you got Washington saying their best win is over Oregon. But but you've got them at five and Oregon's at six. So you're saying the, the one undefeated team has the best win of the top five against the number six team. But you've got them at number five. Why aren't they number one? If right. they've got the best win against a top ten team, they're talking out of both sides of their mouths. And you know, I don't know if politics are playing into it. Well, and we've I, always said if, we 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 felt like they've gotten it right. Yeah, I think in the end
0: they'll get it right. We hope, hopefully, this, in the end this year they will. this year could be a could be an ass kicker for sure. There's there's a lot of scenarios playing out that could ultimately cause um, even even our team. I mean, and are you looking early,
1: at are you looking at some of these close losses where a Texas has to go to overtime to, to steal a win? Uh, you know, I mean,
0: Texas is clearly not playing the same football Alabama's playing right now, but they hold a head to head matchup. But in my opinion, you know, Alabama wins out, beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. That's going to trump an early season loss. But I can also see this committee this year, you you know, Bama fatigue kicking mm-hmm. in and and just letting us sit out. And if that happens, so be it. You know, whatever. We'll we'll move on and not even watch college football. Well my, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My my favorite
1: non-Bama player made it back to the field last week. So and I, I was tempted to, to toast Mr. Brock Bowers, but then I looked at it and really you know, because at first I was like, damn, he came back quick. Real quick. But it was four weeks, and and it, it is a four to six week. Because I was like, let me go back and check. And I went back through it, and it was four weeks. I was hoping he was going to come back just before the SEC
0: championship game. So there would be, be a, a, little, a little rust. A <laughs> little ring rust
1: there for, for Brock. But
0: but now they they're, the Georgia offense is starting to catch up to their defense and you know, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an uphill challenge, uphill climb for for Alabama. I'm yeah. sure, but you know, I mean, we're playing good ball right now. We're playing good ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, this is the last year of the divisions in the SEC, so it was kind of kind of befitting that Georgia and Alabama won their 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 East and West divisions. So that was that was good to see. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's
0: gonna be a hell of a game. You got any uh,
1: inside leans? Well, it's it started uh, as a as a three point spread, so which basically would be a pick 'em. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry, it's, it is neutral field, so so that that gives Georgia a three point advantage. But you know what else that tells me? Anybody two through seven, mm-hmm. Bama would be favored against again. But yeah, same as last year. But we're not talking about that. But, anyway, so Georgia, it opened as a three-point favorite. People must have took a lot of Georgia um, because they, they expanded it to four points now. Uh, so, trying to get people to take Bama and the points. Um, I think it's going to be a battle. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, you know, Alabama's always done well against Georgia. You know, Georgia's won, what, one of the last eight games, unfortunately, was a – National championship that we were at <laughs> the, big, the big game, but, but you know uh, we could,
0: we could write that one off for for various reasons. But I think uh, clearly, uh, clearly our offensive line has has improved. Our left tackle. I think has we've got the better defense this time. Improved. I definitely think. I mean, statistically, I think Georgia's got the better defense. Yeah, but look, but
1: look at their schedule.
0: Look at their schedule, and I'm gonna tell you something. Looking at their, looking at the numbers, I looked at the numbers yesterday or whenever it was, and their pass rush
1: is not well that if, great. If you look at the common opponents, Ole Miss scored more against Georgia than they scored against us. But Georgia's uh, offense. Kentucky scored more against Georgia than they did against us. Uh, who's the other one, or is that the only two? That's the only two I can. But Georgia's offense, yes, put up more points. But our offense has kind of been a, a work in progress sure. uh, as the year went on, and that's why I say you, you'd have to lean towards Georgia having the better offense in this matchup, and then lean towards Alabama having the better defense in this matchup. So I like that. Though I like that. Should be that a good,
0: hard-fought, close. And with any, with any big matchup like that, to me it comes down to, to who can run the ball, who,
1: who can successfully run. Well, both, both teams have both teams a, a yeah. hell of a running back stable. And
0: both teams have a hell of a running defense. Um, but you know what? You know, our quarterback situation adds a whole different he, element to the running
1: game. And, and he could be the X and, factor. And,
0: and what has Bama's kryptonite always been? always been the running quarterback yeah georgia doesn't have one georgia of those. ain't got a running quarterback now i do think georgia's quarterback oh, he's, is, he's, is is a better
1: athlete than you think right and, so, he's, and he's he's really evolved as the season's gone on you know it's like we said all along that schedule played perfectly for them because they they had time to to get better in, in all yeah. facets. Yeah,
0: if they – you know, I think Georgia comes in somewhere like around 43 in strength of schedule, 40s. You know, if they had had a top ten strength of schedule, Carson Beck learning the offense early on, I think Georgia may, may have had a nail. May, who knew? had a slip up. But I like, I like our strength of schedule. Our strength of schedule is rated in the top five. I think our resiliency. Yeah. I like our quarterback situation. I like the fact that our quarterback can make plays with his feet and his arm. I mean, I like our chances, but, you know, I'm a homer. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to sit up here and, and tell you that I think Georgia's going to whoop our ass because I don't think they are. But, um, you know, that's why they play
1: the game. So, <laughs> Speaking of Kentucky, our uh, the Alabama PR department does a, a game poster after each week after each win and of course we played the kentucky wildcats and we killed them so they came up with the, the game poster called us curiosity Curiosity. <laughs> so they always have these witty witty uh posters and i just thought that one was you know
0: jihad
1: i just thought that was funny yeah
0: no nice. I don't have any. I don't think I have any other college football news. Now that's
1: about it. I had on college. I did see where um, Otani won the AL MVP yeah. and Acuna, uh, Acuna, Ronald Acuna for yeah. the Braves, who had a massive. Oh yeah. Forty something home runs, and seventy something steals. First just time to, ever, yeah, been done that way. Otani's just he's Otani. He yeah. He's just amazing. Two way player and. Uh, of course, be interested to see where he he winds up playing next year. Atlanta, be nice. Um, so yeah, they they, they were named the, the AL and NL MVPs. They approved.
0: National League seems like the rightful place for Otani.
1: You know, but well, they got the DH now too, though.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: That a <laughs> fart. Um, they they approved the move for the Oakland A's to Vegas. So, they'll play one more year in Oakland. The Vegas stadium's not supposed to be ready till 28th, so, excuse me. So, I don't know where they're going to play uh, 25, 26, and 27. Uh, we'll have to see. But uh, then, uh, that, you know, I, when I saw that, and then I, I realized, well, damn, Oakland lost both their teams to I Vegas. Know
0: <laughs> I know it. I, I guess, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, fan base reasons, but, hell, every time you see a – an Oakland Raiders game, man, there's always a fight. Mm-hmm. Always a fight in the stands, man. Them some scrappy, them some scrappy fans. <laughs> the the Philly fans might be might be yeah. loud and ugly and, and rude, but but damn Raiders fans, man, they're of always
1: course. fighting and beating up yeah. people. Of course you hear a lot of fights in the stadiums nowadays. Oh yeah, yeah, it's definitely not just a Raiders issue for yeah. sure. You know, it's, it's like you're not allowed to pull for your team. Mm-hmm. If you are, then Well, you know, it's always that obnoxious
0: fan, you know, that's sitting in amongst other teams, especially in the NFL. I mean, especially here in Carolina. I mean, Carolina, you know, our field here in Carolina gets taken over by almost every opposing team. And, um, you know, you got – especially this weekend, you got the Cowboys coming in and their fans are the worst. It's probably going to be – it'll it'll at be at least 75 percent i would say i would say it'll be a it'll home field game for the cowboys oh, yeah. for sure and, which is sad it's sad that it's that way but i mean you can't blame that on tepper and you certainly can't
1: blame that on the fan yeah, you guys well PSLs. you can you can blame it on Tepper because this you, well, you got to put it. a winning product on the field Well,
0: he's trying he's spending money i mean i gotta i gotta defend tepper here a little bit because he spent a shit ton of money, or is it a boatload, <laughs> uh, a hell of lo- a hell a lot of money <laughs> on a coaching staff that's failed him. Mm-hmm. Now, did he make a wrong decision on the coaches? Maybe. Is that his fault? Yeah, I guess I guess it is. But he did attempt to spend a lot of money on your coaches here in the Carolinas. So yeah, it's not, really, for, it's
1: not. It's not. It's f- not for lack of for lack of wanting, but it's and, just and, lack of. Succeeding. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, but he's succeeded in everything else he's done except for this football thing. He's he's really starting to look like a failure on the football side. But, I mean, I I do have to give him credit. He has spent a lot of money on the Panthers coaching staff to try to make them a winner. And the people he chose, you know, fitter, right, might just not be
1: the right guys, whatever. Which I really – I I wanted Wright to be the right guy because I – I've always liked him as a coach. I thought Steve Wilkes should have been the coach, you know, but probably should have been given that opportunity. Kind of really like kinda like if Antonio Pierce keeps winning for the Raiders. Why not? He needs to be why the head not? coach. But it uh, doesn't always work out that way.
0: There might be other reasons to talk about why not on a podcast, but Steve Wilkes definitely should have been given Given a shot with the success that he had. I mean, and, and so you brought in a guru, offensive guru, because that's what you wanted, Tepper. But but Steve Wilkes got more out of the offense than Frank Reich has with a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what's to say? Anyway, we could talk about that nah, in but the next
1: podcast. We got our socials up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. You know, we got an email. Yeah, hit us up, like us stuff, man. We're almost at a 1,000
0: followers on Mm. TikTok. We're close, man. We're really close, and and I think it'll be fun to do our podcast live on TikTok and and interact with with different fan bases. I would love to get a Georgia fan in here talking shit about Georgia and, and how shitty Alabama is. You know, how they're the kings and we're not. You know, how we're the low peasants now, whatever you all want to call it. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun.
1: Well, and our, our producer's working on some things for us to where we can do some interactions with some other podcasts. or So hopefully that'll be coming at you pretty soon. So let's uh, let's wrap up the, the sports talk, and we'll be right back with some Rake That Shit. See you then. Cheers.